Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this set of videos, you'll be learning about a new finishing tool set known as the Image Timeline Effects. This module has been incorporated into the new effects environment, giving you integrated grading and look development alongside other VFX tools directly in your timeline. This includes primary as well as secondary look development functionality without accessing complex workflows or batch processing flow graphs. Now the main focus will be using the image module as a timeline effects within the effects environment. But for those flame artists that use the batch flow graph and node compositing, the image module is also available as a node in the batch node bin. Now we're going to look at a variety of examples to illustrate the general workflows of the tools. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast, then please type the displayed link in your favorite web browser. Now import the downloaded media and assemble the shots into a new sequence. The sequence should be 2048 by 1152 at 10 bit, running at 25 frames per second. So looking at the sequence in the timeline view, here we have segments that require look development and a bit of touch up. As seen in the previous videos, if you select a segment and switch to the effects tab, the image timeline effects automatically loads as the default toolset, so you can get started straight away. If you had a different timeline effects applied and you wanted to apply the image timeline effects after the fact, you do so by calling up the effects ribbon, either in the timeline view or effects environment, and choose the image timeline effects. Secondly, since the image timeline effects gives you access to integrated grading using the master grade, a useful way to work is to switch to the two up view with Alt 2 and enable the scopes through the contextual menu. You can configure them however you want, but remember to select the result viewer and choose selective one in the heads up display or HUD to bring up its controls. Now the image tool set has a wealth of functionality underneath it. It is actually based on the Action 3D compositor, which gives you access to selectives, keying, tracking, masking, as well as image based shaders such as the Master Grade and many others. This technology is tightly integrated into Action, and the same is now available in the Image Timeline Effects. We'll start off simple for now, and we'll gradually build up to the deeper toolset. Now the Image Timeline Effects always starts off with one selective. You can see this in the HUD and you can see this in the Selective Manager. Both areas are linked and interactive. So if you are working in the viewport or in the main controls, you just choose your selective and you can access the controls and shaders within. Now the left section of the Image Toolset is dedicated to processing controls and keyers while the right of the image toolset is dedicated to image processing shaders and objects. The master grade is the initial shader loaded with the image timeline effects, but you have access to many more and you can load multiple shaders into a single selective or spread multiple shaders across multiple selectives. It's very flexible. 
Now when you haven't applied any constraints to a selective, like keying or masking, the image shaders affect the entire frame. For example, you could use Selective 1 to do a technical grade, or perhaps adjust the image towards a desired look. This sequence is supposed to be cold and scary, so desaturate the image, and adjust the offset, gain and gamma to make it really moody. You can also switch to the gamma colour wheel and drag it towards the blue. The master grade can work in video, log and scene linear colour space depending on your materials, and you can spend as much time as you like refining your grade. So this is the start of the moody look. If you want to mute the current selective, just press H. Selective 1 in the HUD and in the Selective Manager goes black. The same keyboard shortcut will bring it back. This is good to remember if you're using multiple selectives and you want to turn specific ones on or off. If you wanted to see the original media, unaffected by the whole image timeline effects, just press F1 to see the original source, and then press F4 to get back to the result view. Now you can access up to 48 selectives, as well as have multiple shaders per selective. Let's use another selective to perform a secondary adjustment. To activate another selective, just click on a number in the Selective Manager. You do not need to choose the very next number. It can be totally non-linear. For instance, you may want to use one row of numbers for grading, and another row of numbers for cleanup and creative effects. There is no defined order in which you can work. The only point to bear in mind is that the selectives are initially applied in their creation order. So Selective 1 is applied first in the processing pipeline, followed by the next selective and etc. You can actually read the processing pipeline in the HUD from left to right. So at any time, you can rearrange the order of the selectives, and that will be covered in a later video. It's worth pointing out while we're here, if you wanted to delete a selective that you created, hold ALT and click on the specific selective. Now click Selective 2 in the Selective Manager to add a new selective. As the new one is created, the Master Grade shader is also loaded by default. As an extra tip, if you wanted to load another shader instead of the Master Grade, hold SPACE and click on the selective to launch the browser. We'll do that in the next video. Now let's say we need to brighten up the character's face to make it stand out in the frame. So you'll constrain the new selective to achieve this. Call up the contextual menu over the selective in the Selective Manager, and you can choose from a number of masking shapes. Choose Ellipse, and draw the circular shape around the talent's face. You can adjust the control points, but you can also click the axis of the shape and move the whole spline into position. I'll also hold the R keyboard shortcut to temporarily switch to Rotate mode and rotate the shape to better fit the face. To add a bit of softness to the mask, select the spline and call up the contextual menu. Choose Add Gradient Point. 
dragging this point into or out from the spline will soften the edges. Click Selective 2 in the HUD to bring up its controls. To see the current mat of the selective, press the F8 keyboard shortcut for the selective mat view. Press F4 to return back to the result view. If you go to the master grade controls and increase the gain, you can see how the grading is limited to the mask. Now you can use multiple masks on the same selective to include or exclude other areas of your image. For example, let's create a second mask on another talent's face. As you saw earlier, you could add a mask from the selective manager, but if your focus is on the viewport, you can apply a mask using the HUD. Call up the selective manager over the second selective, add a GMask link, and choose Ellipse again. Create a GMask over his face, and use the control points to shape the mask accordingly. You can also add a bit of softness by using a gradient point on the spline. The grade is applied through both masks attached to the selective. Select Selective 2 in the HUD and press H to toggle Selective 2 on and off. Now that works, but the increase in the gain is affecting the clothes as well as the skin. So next, you'll use a Kia to combine with the masks to restrict the selectives even further. In the Selective Kia controls, turn on the Diamond Kia. Click the Pick Colour button and start sampling the colour of the talent's skin. If you press F8 to view the selective mat output, you will see the keyed skin, which is constrained by the two masks. Without going into too much more detail about the Kia, you can shrink, dilate and blur the mat if required. Press F4 to return to the result view. If you turn the Kia on and off, you will see the difference when using the Kia in combination with the masks. The final issue to tackle before moving on to the next video is if you scrub the time bar, the second mask is static while the talent moves to the left. You can keyframe the mask using AutoKey, but you can also track it to automate the task. Select the mask axis by clicking it in the centre of the mask. Switch to the axis tracking menu. Without getting into too much detail, with the axis selected, you can track a point or perform a planar track. Set the mode to planar tracking and analyse the track. Once the track is complete, you can scrub the time bar to see the animation. So you've used the image timeline effects to perform look development, which included a main grade on the first selective and secondary grades on the second selective. As I said earlier in the video, you can have many more selectives with lots of different shaders to create your final look. In the next video, we'll use another selective to remove some branding in the shot, as well as organise multiple selectives within the image timeline effects through naming, copying and moving selectives using the Selective Manager. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2019. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.
and thanks for watching.